You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon, as we got some breaking news into the podcast. I wanted to get this one out to our listeners as LSU picked up another 2022 commitment, strengthening its hold on the number one class in the country. And this one comes from a local commitment or just down the road from Baton Rouge Rouge in Shone, Washington, the Warren Easton defensive tackle. And Shay, this is a 6'3", 297-pound defensive tackle and one that has been on LSU's radar for a while. He's held his LSU offer for a while. And even though he's got those offers from Alabama, Florida, Texas, Texas A&M, USC, and a lot of others around the country, he opted to go ahead and make his commitment now to LSU and and jump on board with this class that uh, now has three commitments from the state of Louisiana. Yeah, and six total. And you look around, I mean, Sean Washington on the 24-7 composite is a top 247 player. Um, Everybody minus one guy, I think. Uh, right now that they have committed as a top 247 prospect. And you've got, you mentioned it, six total now. Three of them, yes, are from Louisiana. And you add Sean Washington uh, and DeColdis Crawford out of Green Oaks uh, to a group that has already included Walker Howard, who is a top five quarterback nationally out of STM, uh, been on a state championship team, now has two years of of starting ball in front of him. And uh, as he takes the reins from Caleb Holstein, who had sort of been the starter. So it's not out of the norm uh, to see a kid ranked that highly who hasn't yet been a high school starter, but a lot of faith in Howard and and what he can do. And it's probably one of LSU's better quarterback commitments, at least in terms of ranking. uh, And we'll see where his talent goes in the coming years, but that's a great start. Then you've got three defensive backs all from out of state who are all top 150 prospects and two of them in Bryce Anderson um, and Brian Allen Jr. uh, Two guys in Texas, Billy, you've seen them a bunch they're already top five safeties and they've stuck as top five safeties through multiple recruiting um, kind of rankings updates so far. Uh, And then the other being Kamari Rogers, a corner out of Mississippi. So great start for them. Look, we've seen Washington in action a bunch. We can both kind of give our our two cents. He is certainly a big kid. He's all of six, three, six, four, you know, in that 285 to 300 range. And you wouldn't call him fat. I mean, he's just a big, a kid who carries his weight well. Uh, I think for me, he looks great and he's trained well. And you know that he's got an offer list that speaks to uh, the type of body type he has and the upside he has. But the unknown becomes, Billy, that he was at John Aaron as a freshman and played, but then made the move to Warren Easton. So he sat out last year. And now let's keep our fingers crossed, right, with high school football in Louisiana this fall. Because if for some reason they don't play, that's two straight years that he hasn't been able to get out there on the field for actual live game action. Um, again, we'll see where uh, Warren Easton and the LHSA, LHSAA schools uh, all stand with playing football in Louisiana and when it might be. But this was a big one for them to get in, Billy, because I think even though he had blown up, he already had these offers. I think if he had gotten on the field in a month or, or two months, whenever it might be, and really looked the part as a dominant guy playing for a really good Warren Easton team, his recruitment would have exploded even more, and you would have seen some of these out-of-state teams 
double down on what they had to do to try to get him. Uh, I like LSU going ahead and, and pushing for him and, and getting him to pull the trigger uh, before his junior season begins. And it continues a trend in terms of LSU recruiting in Louisiana where they're landing the top defensive linemen in, in the state. You know, you go from a cycle where you had Jaqueline Roy and Jacoby and Guillory, and those guys on board in the 2020 class, and now you're in a good spot if you're at Ogeron, a great spot for Mason Smith to land him, the number one defensive tackle. You've got Savion uh, Jones uh, on board already out of St. James and a, a great defensive line class in 2021 already. Now if you get uh, – you know, Sean Washington to stick and stay on board, which you would think he is making uh, such an early commitment uh, to LSU and being an in-state kid. They've really got things rolling in 2022 uh, already, uh, certainly from a from a state in-state perspective. But uh, again, they just continue to recruit well in the state on the defensive line, which has not always been you know, the case. It's a tough, tough position to recruit in the SEC and to, to, to keep those guys from from leaving the state. So Great job, Ed Ogeron. Great job, Bill Johnson. Great job, Mickey Joseph, who's a New Orleans recruiter, uh, to get this one on board. Uh, you mentioned he's trained well, and he works his absolute bag off. I mean, he he is one of those kids that is always in the gym. They're always on the field working on technique. And for somebody who, like you said, and, and we know, hasn't played since his freshman year uh, on, a, on a Friday night, that's big. And, and, it, and it shows me that over the next you know, couple of years, being a big kid, he's going to be in shape and he's going to be as ready to go as he can be. Uh, and so I like the pickup. I think he's got that upside. He's got that natural size, that strength. Uh, and now it's just getting him back on the field and, and being able to impact the game. But yeah, both you, you saw him over the summer. You saw him a little bit more recently than I did. I saw him in February, right before a seven on seven before COVID hit. And, and I just think he runs really well. He kind of views himself as he's not somebody that's going to play in space, but they do, you know, work on ball ball skills and things like that and recognizing pass the passing game and things like that. Uh, so I think his explosiveness is is, is decent, but uh, I think he's just really well coached and that, that'll that translate once he does get back onto the field. And uh, look, LSU gets a win at Warren Easton, which you know, there, there's kind of been that you know stigma that maybe there hasn't necessarily been that good of a, a bond there, but to, to get that on the right track again is, is a big credit to at Ogeron, Mickey Joseph, and like I said, everybody involved in, in this recruitment uh, to go ahead and get him committed. Yeah, and I would give an additional shout out to Christian Lockator, who's done well recruiting, um, you know, guys not just for the current class, but in the 2022 class. And we obviously see Sean Washington committed, Taiji Hills out there as an in-state kid, uh, playing across town at Edna Carr in New Orleans. You've got a guy who could potentially land an offer in his big and certainly been recruited by the staff early on in Jamon Tapp. But I think the storyline is going to be Washington's the first domino. How many more drop on the defensive line? Because Ed Orgeron has promised. I mean, look, he said, I am going to make a point to build up the defensive line more than we've had in recent years. And in 2019, they signed a, a solid D-line haul. In 2020, they signed a really good D-line haul with Jaquel and Roy and Ojalari and Guillory and all those guys. And then in the 2021 class, they didn't slow down. I mean, what did they have, six or seven D-line commits right now? You've still got Mason Smith out there. They're in it for Corey Foreman. And then you sort of already look ahead to what 2022 could bring. Washington's domino number one. But they're in it with Shamar Stewart, who's the number one player in the country on the D-line. Uh, they're in it with really a handful of guys. Malik Sela in Texas is a, a five-star range kid right now. is a top 
30, 40 prospect. Uh, Mikel Williams, a kid in, uh, in the Georgia area who is Michael Triggs' brother, their tight end target in the 2020 class is out there. Um, and you go up and down the list. Walter Nolan at IMG. He had played at Olive Branch with Xavier Hill, who's now a freshman on LSU's team. He's talked up LSU a bunch early. Um, I get the feeling that we'll see where 2020 goes. And they've dropped some big dominoes so far, Billy. And, and we'll see what happens with Mason Smith and Corey Foreman. Those guys are five stars, and they'll wipe out my whole theory here if they get on board. And even just if Mason does, it's an incredible class. But I think they're going to have a really good D-line haul in this 2022 class. And it begins with Washington, but I just get the feeling people have waited. When are they going to get some out-of-state five stars on the D-line? If it's not Corey Foreman, I think it's happening next year. Yeah, that that's something that, you know, we're always, I think, asked when when looking at the 2022 class. And you fielded some of those questions when you did your Tiger raps on on the 2022 class. You know, you look at Shamar Smith, uh, Shamar uh, Turner and and some of those other top flight defensive uh, linemen in the 2022 class that are out of state. Uh, when is that going to happen? You know, LSU is very close on Jordan Birch to making it happen. It seemed like uh, there's been, there's been others, you know, they're in on Corey Foreman, like you mentioned, but uh, yeah, I mean, the out of state five star is something that Ed Ogeron has been hunting for and uh, he's always going to be in the mix for, I mean, that's the kind of recruiter he is uh, and getting one on board. I think, like you said, could very well happen in the 2022 class uh it, it's just a, a long way and a, it'll be a very very weird cycle to kind of monitor especially since there probably won't be visits this fall if we're if we're being real i think with the way things are and and now you have schools that have canceled you know the the uh pac-12 and the the big 10 canceling their seasons there's no way they're going to be able to cancel their seasons and then be allowed to host visitors that that should tell you there's a you know a serious health concern or whatever uh, to this whole thing that uh, they won't be able to to host those uh, recruits on campus this fall, I would think, if they're not playing football. So it'll be a, a interesting cycle to kind of monitor in that respect. But a, a huge land for LSU to get on the board on the defensive line with with, with Sean Washington, and uh, I think for this 2022 class, they're in a really good spot early on. Uh, obviously, the number one class in the country, but they've done a really nice job offering and and getting in on a lot of players early. Uh, Shay, what are a couple? names that that you could kind of point to early on that I think are ones to uh, watch in this 2022 class as we kind of continue to go through uh, this summer and get into the fall you know I mean I always start in Louisiana and I know that they're going to recruit nationally like they have in 2020 and and are currently in 2021 and that's going to continue next year but when you get Walker Howard on board that early and he's the number two player uh, on 24-7 in the state. He's number one on the composite. That's a game changer. And he can be a cornerstone type guy for, for you. And then you go and add a guy uh, like Sean Washington on the defensive side. Uh, and you had already had to Coldest Crawford at, at receiver. Where else do you go? And it's deep. Look, you can get to what do we have right now. Um, I can pull it up. Here it is. 11 guys are four stars or above in Louisiana who are set to be juniors in high school. So that number is going to grow over the next couple of years by at least a, a couple is my guess. And, and you'll be looking at a deep Louisiana hall. I would just start at the top. You, you don't have a game changer left tackle come through Louisiana that often, Lael Collins type of player. And that's what Will Campbell is at Neville. And if they can land him to go to, with Walker Howard, that's a quarterback left tackle that you're going to ride for a few years. And uh, you look at Le'Veon Moss in Baton Rouge as a top five running back. You've got, Guys like Shaz Preston in New Orleans, Kendrick Law up in Shreveport, 
really dynamic athletes. I look at the top five and I wonder beyond Walker, how quickly can they get some of these guys to pop, especially like you said, Billy, if they're not going to be able to make visits, I think we're going to see more and more kids, not just seniors, but juniors start to say, all right, well, I've got an offer from the in-state school. I'm not playing football right now, or maybe my season's pushed back. I want to go ahead and do something with my recruitment. And if you can't take visits, about all you can do other than that is commit. And I'm going to go on the flip side of you here, and I'm going to head out of state to the state of Texas and look at another running back in in four-star running back, Jaden Blue, top 100 prospect, number four running back in the country. There's some uh, you know crystal ball picks in for LSU already in that recruitment. And uh, Kevin Falk's done a really nice job recruiting him. He's got some LSU ties as well. He's got a ridiculous track profile. He runs a sub 1100 meter. Uh, He rushed for over 1600 yards as a, as a sophomore last year. And, you know, he's named LSU his, his early leader and he's got national offers. He's going to be highly recruited. Uh, But I look at him and then I flip back over the defensive side of the ball, another top 100 prospect you could round out that, a defensive back room uh, and you, I go down to South Florida and American Heritage is Earl Little Jr. He's said multiple times that LSU's his leader. There's some other again national recruit uh, national schools in there but he's a top 10 corner in the country. He's a top 100 prospect uh, and he can kind of play all over in the secondary and he's got some uh, really good uh, genes there. His dad Earl Little uh, played for Miami and then played on played on the Saints and the Browns and the Green Bay Packers. So uh, there's there's some uh, NFL bloodlines there, um, but yeah, the, this 2022 class with the way they've started it off, it's in a terrific position to be, quite frankly, you know, maybe even go wire to wire as the number one class in the country. Yeah, I mean they've got the most commits of anybody in the country with six, and they've got a a nice star rating. It's not just that they have more commits, so they have more points, which is true, but. Uh, it's a lot of heavy hitters uh, and adding another top two, four, seven guy, a four star in Sean Washington was big. And as you say, whether it's guys out of state, which if you're going out of state, they're going to take only elite targets uh, or these guys in state who are all pretty highly coveted and, and certainly highly ranked already uh, a combination of that, maybe more of a mix of in state and out of state than we've seen uh, in the current cycle. And in last year's cycle, uh, for 2022, if they have that blend and, and get it just right, yeah, they've got a chance to go wire to wire. Um, and I think that's probably a lot of what we're seeing in terms of early momentum. Early momentum is based off their 15-0 and season uh, and national championship, which was when these guys were talking about were sophomores in high school and finally getting recruited and uh, getting to hear from big-name coaches. And what they saw on TV that whole year was the LSU show. Uh, and I think for the out-of-state and in-state kids in 2022, uh, we're going to see that pace of dividends, maybe even more so uh, than this current class of seniors who, even though, yes, sure, it impacts it, it helps that they won, a lot of those guys, half of them already committed somewhere or they were already leaning towards LSU. Um, so I think the biggest impact uh, from that national championship season will, will start to be felt with this 2022 group. I couldn't agree more. And we'll be tracking it on Go 24-7 all the way through. They eventually put pen to paper uh, in December 2021 or uh, in 2022 in February. So keep it locked on Go 24-7 for the latest on LSU recruiting. A quick reminder, guys, 50% off annual subscriptions are rolling right now 
all the way through the month of August as 24-7 Sports celebrates 10 years in the biz. It's been a wild ride, so jump on board with a 50% off deal. And also, subscribe to the Go 24-7 podcast. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Until next time, though, we're going to shut this one down as uh, LSU gets a big commitment from Sean Washington, four-star defensive tackle. Head over to Go 24-7 for all the latest on uh, Sean committing to LSU. Thanks for listening to this this edition, guys, and have a great rest of the week.